What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're going to stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. This don't look like no rodeo drive to me. I might. That's Tommy. What's up, everyone? That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Kevin, how's the car? Uh, car is uh, still in the same condition. I I have no excuse. <laughs> now, now, Kevin, you did have a temporary vehicle. Can you tell us what happened to that vehicle? Uh, yes, that temporary vehicle was stolen. Mm. So, I remind our listeners what that vehicle so, was. It was a uh, a 2012 Honda Ruckus, which is a scooter. Um, so yeah, somebody managed to hop over the fence at my condo and took it out through the alley door, and so now I'm scooterless and carless, and I rode my bike to the grocery store last night. Wow, what was that like? It was fine. I just went to the Trader Joe's. Around the corner. Love what, two Joes. Did you, uh, did you get anything uh, interesting? I got some uh, some uh, jamon. Oh. Um, yeah. So I, I got some of that, some jamon serrano. And uh, I got some uh, stuff to make some um, sausage and peppers. Mm. So, so life is looking good. <laughs> looking up after your... Uh, recent loss of a vehicle yeah yeah all right uh should mention quack question of the year a lot of interest here we are uh about we have about six times as many votes as we had for the quack question last year uh still a little new um now the problem i have right now is the last time i looked at it there was two clear like candidates to win, and at that moment they were both tied. With both the of them were tied. Only votes. one of them wasn't tied. They were tied. I'll say it this way: they were tied with the exact same number of votes. They both had like two million. It was in. Now don't don't disclose it. Okay. All right, but it was maybe like slightly less than two million. <laughs> yeah, slightly less than two million, more than I'll say a hundred. So between one hundred and two million votes, and they were tied exactly. So I'm gonna see if it changes here. I g- I gave it one week, and we are we record a day before they go on air. So this is a Tuesday right now. So, or I should say two days before they air officially. So this is a Tuesday. Um. I'll check at the end of Wednesday, but if if it's still tied on Wednesday, we have to go another week or you something. You see, this is why we need an electoral college uh, for the yeah. quiet question. Yeah, I, I vote that uh, in the event of a tie after another week, then uh, the two finalists have to hold consecutive or sack races on consecutive Sundays until a champion <laughs> is crowned. Yeah, do a home and home of sack races. That's true. Or, you know, we could have them both on in some no. sort of trivia contest. No, oh, trivia I, contest I, I, I is good. We, I, I think we, ooh, I like that. That's a cool idea. But it, it should definitely be some kind of competition. Yeah. 
some type of ridiculous competition that neither one should be able to win. I like it. I like it. Uh, beyond that, the other big thing on the schedule, January 28th, Kevin's Turkey Leg Challenge. I'm thinking we I, – I, I guess I'll put up like a – I'll put up a GoFundMe or whatever to see if you guys want to donate. Like me personally, this is happening either way. But if you want to help us out and defray these turkey leg costs – and for those who might not remember, Kevin claimed he could eat 10 turkey legs in one sitting. That's um, true. So we're putting that to a test. We're going to do that the week before the Super Bowl since there's going to be nothing else going on in the world. Um, so we expect a lot of people tuning in. Yeah. And we'll we'll live stream it. Okay. What are, what are we, Facebook living this? Or? Yeah, yeah, probably Facebook, Facebook live. live. We'll Facebook live it. Okay. We'll, record it. We'll, we'll record the pod as well. So... It'll be like, if you can't get to the Facebook Live, we'll have a podcast of, I don't know, maybe some highlights. I don't know how that will work. We'll probably have to do highlights because I can imagine Kevin will die midway through and we'll have to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. So, there. You, that's all in store coming up. Uh, if anyone is in Dallas and wants to see Kevin eat 10 turkey legs, let us know. We'll tell you the location. Um, other than that, Let's get into the topic at hand. Tommy, what is that topic? Um, back um, from war is the uh, the quack question, or not the quack question, the Money Ducks Minute. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Not a good start for me. Not a good 2017. Otherwise known as Random Generator Day. Yes. Yes. I whipped up the old random number generator. So basically, how we do this, one of the greatest kind of, I think, innovations for the Quack Attack in 2016 was the Mighty Ducks Minute. So we pick a random minute, we watch it, we analyze it, and it's just a singular minute, and we talk about it. We stole this idea from Star Wars Minute, but we take a random minute, I whip out the random number generator, and our previous minutes were minutes 284, minutes two six or minutes 284, minute 65, minute 234, and minute 263. A lot of two numbers there. Yeah, so... This one was minute 136, which gives us our first D2 minute. Uh, it's 37 minutes in to D2. Now, the interesting thing is here is D2 is on Netflix this past December, and it's still on Netflix in January. So, look on Netflix... Minute 37 on the, the random site I pull these movies from is different from Minute 37 on Netflix. And after watching the minute, I realized that the random site I pull these movies from speeds it up a little bit. So we crunch a little more than a minute into these minutes. So the whole premise of this gimmick is kind of flawed here. It's- it's uh you know it's it's totally incorrect we're gonna have to redo all those minutes <laughs> yeah 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 i agree with tommy yeah and, um and the the best part about this though is um i have a copy of mighty ducks one on dvd but neither kevin nor mike have any copies of it so we don't own d2 or d3 until <laughs> christmas day yes about a week ago mike can you tell us about that I got a box set of the Mighty Ducks for Christmas. Now, the problem is my computer doesn't have like a CD drive. 
So I'm gonna need to watch it. So you can't, you can't even watch it on someone else's computer. I can watch it, or I can buy like a terrible DVD player and just watch it. You don't have like an Xbox or anything? No, not currently. But you live like a caveman. I live how I live. All right. Uh, but eventually, <laughs> I live how I live. <laughs> okay. I had nothing. Um. So basically, what I'm gonna do is every minute from here on out, I'll use the official box set minutes from the CDs or the DVDs, I should say. You're gonna have to like go to the library and watch it there. <laughs> I I can find a way. How about that? Okay. I'll find a way. Oh, I I do have a work computer that has a CD drive, so I can just stick it in the old work computer, and it'll work. Um, I just thought of that. Why didn't I think of that earlier? Anyway, our minute. It, our, b- before we move on, uh, we do have another excellent Christmas DVD story that I, I, I feel needs to be shared. Okay. Tommy? Oh, Tommy's story. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so this has nothing to do with the Mighty Ducks, but I guess everyone might get a chuckle out of it. And so um, my sister asked for the movie uh, Inside Out for Christmas. Um the Pixar, right? Or the, yeah, and yeah, so whatever. it's it's uh, it's it's the Pixar movie. It's about I guess emotions or something like that. If emotions were, real. I haven't seen it. So basically, it's about the. It's all set in this little like thirteen year old girl's head, basically. So all these emotions are like life. So there's like sadness and joy and anger and fear. Those are like the main characters, and then they have this adventure to save this girl. Um, from basically sadness and you know it goes through all these like memories and stuff like that but yeah um a uh, bonus story uh mike and his girlfriend dressed up as those emotions two years ago for halloween that's true and uh, <laughs> i was uh i was fear so fear is purple and Wait, so i got the purple there? paint what's that was i there for this no no i don't think so i got some purple paint it didn't look it didn't look very purple. It looked uh slightly racist, I should say. <laughs> so it was an accidental move, but um yeah, back to so, out of that tangent Mike, into Tommy's just to clarify it. Out you into went Tommy's from story. accidental blackface for Halloween <laughs> last year. That was two years ago, Kevin. But okay, back to Tommy's <laughs> story. Okay, so my sister asked for inside out, which is, you know, a cartoon. Um, my mom accidentally gets her the movie called Inside Out, which was made in 2011, starring Triple H and like Michael Rappaport. <laughs> it's like an action movie with, and like a week before Christmas, she calls me. She goes like, "This sister or this movie your sister wanted, Inside Out. What's it about?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, it's a Pixar movie." She's like, "Okay, well, I think I got her the wrong one." <laughs> Um, and I tried to convince her to still give her the Triple H version, but alas, she got the right version. But uh, we kept the Triple H version. We gave it to my brother. So <laughs> <laughs> your brother just didn't care. Um, I don't know. I guess not. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. well, it, it was a Blu-ray, and he had just gotten a Blu-ray player. So it was like, oh, you need a Blu-ray for your collection. Like, what better movie to start it off than yeah. Inside Out? Okay, so uh, after all those tangents in that business. It's been a long time. So yeah, if anyone's still listening. Yeah, give us a break. But 
Uh, let's get into the minute here now, or I should say the fake minute, the imposter minute. The non-randomly number-generated minute. I mean, it's still randomly number-generated. It was just not really a minute. But basically, just to set it up here, we're in D2. It's early. Like I said, we're 37 minutes in. And they're in California, and Goldberg, Jesse, Averman, and Dwayne have just stepped out onto Rodeo Drive. Uh, Let's just play this fake minute here. Right now. Drive me. No, that's Rodeo Drive. <laughs> you can't fool me. I saw it on the sign. It says Rodeo Drive. Now, see, there's an accent. I... Never mind. I don't get it. This is Beverly Hills. What's on the hills? Hey, hey where's the 902 at Street? What about the hillbillies? Where are the movie stars? Guys, wasn't that the captain from the love boat? Hey, hey, you guys, let's go check out some stores. Great. I gotta buy my mom a t-shirt from Beverly Hills, man. She'll love it. Yeah. Let's think about it. Go get an Instagram. Maybe they're not open. I'm sorry, we do not allow unsupervised children into this store. Can you make an exception? No, now go away or the police will be called. If we were in Texas, this wouldn't have happened. Step back from the vehicle you have activated. Yes, hello. Hi, we'd like four burgers, four fries, and uh, what do you guys want to drink? You can't get out of here! Sorry, we do not allow any unsupervised... I'm sure, Uncle... So, there you go. As you can see, they're making their trips around. Have not gotten into the store just yet. Uh, Just early impressions here of this minute. My first impression is that... um, And you can't obviously hear it. um, But, like, it seems like every single person that scene was carrying a bag. It's like, we need to make a... We need to let people know that this is a very affluent area. <laughs> so give everyone a shopping bag and have them walk around very quickly because they're in a hurry to go shopping and spend all this money that they have. Yeah. And Ooh. so I looked. There were a couple of people who didn't have bags, but I'd say 90% of everyone had like something in their hand of some sort. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's pretty easy to like see how 90s this yeah. like the the dress is like the, what all the players are wearing is just outrageous. If you oh, look at all, it, all the players are wearing like layers too, too large. Yeah. Yeah. It's they're in layers, very bright colors. I don't know what Dwayne is doing. Yeah. It's got like an uh, ascot. <laughs> it's absurd. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's, it's, it's a classic scene. It's the beginning of a classic scene. It's one of the, one of the scenes that probably I would argue stands out among like, if you were to go up to somebody and, Ask them if they've seen D2, they, they would be able to recall this scene. Um, because I, I don't know, I, I think this, it stood out a lot. Yeah. Now, I just enjoy this scene from the minute standpoint because there are a lot of extras and there are a lot of people in the background. So it's good for that. Like right at the beginning, you see this guy walking his dog like behind them, but he's not using the crosswalk. Like he cuts diagonal across the middle of the street. And then, well, the ducks also cut diagonally. They don't yeah, have a crosswalk either. Yeah, no one's no one's following the rules here. I mean, it's Beverly Hills. I think Hills. there's a diagonal crosswalk though. Is but there? There's there wasn't one on the pavement. I'm pretty sure there is. If you go back and look at it. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> it's not on the <laughs> pavement. I it, there might there's a bunch of like arrows that I didn't really understand. So maybe that was it. But. It just still looks strange for that guy walking his dog. A lot of dogs in here. I kind of like two to three dogs. 
I counted three. Three. There you go. Um, as you mentioned, Dwayne, I Dwayne looks the most outrageous to me. Now, Goldberg goes in and he says, "I gotta buy my mom a T-shirt. She'll love it." And they're all they're all like, "Yeah, she'll love it." Would she actually love it? And where is he gonna find a T-shirt in Rodeo Drive that he can afford? <laughs> Absolutely not. She would not love it because it would be it would be like some from some cheap gift shop. It would be the only thing that they would be able to afford, uh, let alone find. Because I mean, aside from them getting into that the shop after this scene, um, no, it would be some garbage T-shirt. And obviously, Goldberg doesn't even know how to dress himself, much less his mother. <laughs> I don't know. I think she might like it. Think about like. Um, I had a friend when he was younger. He used to collect like Hard Rock Cafe T-shirts. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's like that. I don't. I don't think she's like a country bumpkin or anything. Yeah. But, but maybe it's just like she's never been like west of Pens- like Pittsburgh or something. Uh-huh. Or I guess obviously she has since the Minnesota. But anywho, maybe she like that's the farthest west she's ever been. She's never been on the West Coast. So having like a Beverly Hills T-shirt, maybe would she'd go wild over that, especially because she likes washing all the soaps or something. I don't know. I mean. Tommy makes a pretty good point because Mike and I have a friend who, you know, collects Metallica and Iron Maiden shirts <laughs> uh, and strictly wears those. So, um, along with one know, jacket, yeah. along with one jacket, yes, yeah, uh, he might or might not be on the podcast. <laughs> you just have to figure that one out. Uh, anyway, I just don't think. Goldberg can go anywhere and afford like I feel like Rodeo Drive is an expensive place with like designer clothing. Where is he gonna find a T-shirt though? Uh, I think it's they're essentially playing up the fact that these guys have no idea what they're doing in this town. Oh, okay. And so they they went there. They didn't know that Rodeo Drive was like a famous like Saks Fifth Avenue or whatever like that or or Fifth Avenue. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, is that a famous street, or am I just making that up? Is that just the name of a store? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. I just took it at face value. Uh, yeah, do, I just know Do you know think the it's store. just on Fifth Avenue, possibly? Oh, that the might original sax. Yeah. 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 That's a good call. Well done, Kevin. You know your designer clothing. Um, yes. So, we go on, and, and they start getting rejected, and Dwayne leans on the car and is like, man... This never would have happened if it, we were in Texas. Now, we live in Texas, believe it or not. Would it have happened here? I don't. I, I think that was one of the things that stuck out for me was that that was a really good and a, a very uh, like observational point for him to make because I can't think of a situation where I've been, even like Neiman Marcus, uh, like a store like that, I I can't think of a scenario where they wouldn't let people in. If that makes it, I, I I can't recall any time at least. Now you have five. We're gonna say four. Like, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four twelve-year-old kids roaming around. If you it, trying to go to some like expensive place, I personally. I, I just, I don't recall ever running into like a store that's locked. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I think they would get kicked out of expensive stores because they're not doing anything. 
And they're they're just loitering. Yeah, and they're stupid kids. Just stupid kids. Okay, I, okay, I, I have a I have a better question here, um, or maybe not a better question, a different question. Okay. Um, we're, we're, we're <laughs> um, do you think there's a possibility that if they weren't as as kind of strict of, of keeping them out, it, that any of them would do anything that's truly mischievous, mischievous, like shoplift or anything like that? I don't think they'd shoplift, but I do think they would like touch everything. Like Goldberg probably has like peanut butter in his pocket or something <laughs> like that, and getting. <laughs> chocolate all over the place yeah averman would be loud and probably drop something like pick up like an expensive like snow globe and drop it mm-hmm. yeah i think but they, nothing like malicious yeah they i think they they'd you know go into these stores and the store might have like a chocolate dish or like a mint dish and they like think they're stealing from it but they don't really it's just free and they take it but <laughs> I don't think they steal or they, anything. Or like big. they would immediately just take all. Like Goldberg just takes all of them, puts them in his pockets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you, what? If, what if Portman were there? Hmm. I mean, he looks a little more adult, so that might give him a little more credibility just to get in the store. Yeah, they might think that he's um, that he's Aaron Spelling, and all those are his nephews. Yeah. So, but well, I, do you think? Would you, do you think Portman would shoplift? Because I do. I think he breaks things. I don't know if he'd shoplift. Yeah, he'd probably shoplift. I'm not sure he'd... Because I, I get the feeling like those designer stores, it's probably tough to shoplift stuff because it's not like they just have like trinkets around. Mm-hmm. I get the feeling like they're very wide open. Like There's not like racks and racks and racks of clothes. Um, and so unless you like took a dress and just like shoved it under your jacket or something like that. <laughs> um, and I imagine they, like, watch them, they would be watching them very closely. Yeah. yeah. There'd be some profiling going on here. Uh, Kevin, do you think these original crew would shoplift or do anything at all? No, I think I think Portman's the only one. I think even if he didn't do it himself, I think he would be able to like influence somebody to like kind of manipulate them into doing it. Um, but I don't think I don't. No, nobody from this crew. Maybe Goldberg, just because he's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you kind of bring up a good point about the crew that goes to Rodeo Drive, though. So you have Goldberg, you have Averman, you have Jesse, and you have Dwayne. Now, Dwayne's obviously new, but then you have Jesse, Averman, Goldberg. I I could see Averman and Goldberg being friends, but I don't know how Jesse sort of uh, fits into that friendship there. Well, we know that like Jesse and Gee are friends, right? The Oreo line, we we assume. Yeah. Um, so I imagine Gee is probably like with Connie all the time, and so Jesse kind of needs, and Terry's not there, so Jesse needs like a new crew to roll with, and Conway is you know a bit still a bit of a dweeb. Banks is like a preppy kid, but you know Averman and Colt and Goldberg, they're you know down to earth like him, very mm-hmm. blue collar family, and you know Dwayne kind of fits that mold too, kind of like a you know, down-to-earth kid, but although he is naive. Um, so I think Jesse kind of gravitates toward Averman and Goldberg, and, and they're also, like, smart asses. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. So I looked up all the stores that they visited, which is, like, Chichas, Chitras, uh, Theodore, and Le Abitude, 
or less habitudes if you're an American. <laughs> Did America always dominate? <laughs> um, none of them are on Rodeo Drive anymore. Uh, were they ever? Yeah, they were. Uh, I know, like Theodore and Lace Habitudes were. Um, Lace Habitudes, by the way, two point seven rating on Yelp. Ooh, that's so. probably because they uh, kick kids out or are just trying to shop for clothes from their mom. <laughs> do you, Do you have a sampling of the reviews? I do not. I should have pulled them up. I I'll post the best ones in the uh, uh, on in the show notes. Um, but I mean, other than that, now you have, you have before Chitra's, I never noticed this until I watched the video, but it's some like lady and she's talking in a really high voice. It's like, oh, let's go get an espresso. And I was like, whoa, just totally missed it from like thousands of viewings. And I totally missed that. Um, and then you have a weird guy's voice. Uh, right at the end, about tw- 40 seconds in, uh, Theodore's. Now, other than that, anything else you guys saw? Anything weird? Anything strange? Anything stick out to you? I was are, looking... Are we talking about... Oh, good. Uh, I, was, I was looking for like extras doing something weird because there's always one who's like doing something really wrong, yeah. but I couldn't find one. Oh, well like, I think they all did a good job, and like so... This is like a really good extra scene. If there was an extras Oscars, this would probably have been nominated. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't see anything particularly weird other than, um, and this kind of goes back to the whole crosswalk thing, how there's zero like vehicle traffic. Oh. Like, where There are no cars driving around. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of cars parked, but none that are actually moving. So that would be the only visual comment that i would have speaking of cars that are parked that alarm that was on the car which like which is like step away from the vehicle yeah. is that a real do you think there are voice alarms have you guys ever heard those and and how do we get them okay yes. so like two days ago i was walking my girlfriend's dog and by her apartment there's like this really nice like BMW. It's super nice. It's like a roadster type deal. It looks like a race car. Um, I was walking by and I like lean over because there was like a, there's somebody put something on the windshield and it goes, please step back from the vehicle. <laughs> oh my God. Like, Wait, are you serious? It said I it swear at you. to God. It said, yeah. How it did said you not that record this? I I was just walking the dog. I didn't have I didn't have time, but I'm if it's there, I will record it again, and I'll take a picture of this car, and I will post it in the show notes as well. So I look forward to the show notes here. Um, yeah, that was the first time I ever heard it. What was the dog's reaction? It didn't care. It was like looking at a squirrel or something. (laughs) Being dumb. Um, so just MVP of the minute here. Um, um, it's tough. Kevin, you go first. Uh, I, I my initial reaction, uh, and I, I think I'm going to stick with it, is Dwayne because of the observation he makes about how this wouldn't happen in Texas. I just thought that was very, very astute of him uh, to kind of point that out um, and kind of points out like the cultural differences that they're all you know attempting to tackle if we want to get really deep with this. Um, <laughs> also, can, can we can we do like the least valuable players? Sure. 
um, the guy on the intercom at the end, like that guy needs a vacation bad. Like he takes it very seriously whenever they ring his buzzer and he just chews him a new one. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so my initial reaction for MVP was uh, Goldberg. Mm. Um, and I think that may be just more stilted toward him. He seems like the leader of this group. Um, like they're walking around and he, he walk and he's a bigger guy. So he kind of saunters around, but he seems like he's carrying himself. Like I'm the leader of this little four person group right here. Um, he finds the doorbell. The, the post minute though. I think you're letting his, what he does after the minute yeah. influence your decision now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also thought maybe Averman for, um, perhaps recognizing the captain from the love boat, Gavin McLeod. <laughs> Um, I did look in D2, the Mighty Ducks is not in one of his credits, oh. so maybe it's a uncredited cameo by Gavin McLeod. Um, we're going to have to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. Yeah, him on was, the show. But, like, why would Averman have watched that show? He's just he a connoisseur not. of all TV. Uh, yeah, I mean, if he is mistaken... And recognize and he misrecognizes somebody as the captain of the boat. I think that gives him like least value valuable player material there because you can't just go out spouting that this person's the captain of the boat when they're not. I uh, I like how that was the one person that they thought to like. <laughs> yeah, but you know why of all shows ever that and that person. I guess maybe he's. Uh, I guess he's an old white guy. So maybe there were a bunch, there were a bunch of old white guys in that scene. Yeah, I mean, I was four years old in 1994, so maybe like maybe he was very recognizable in '94. I don't know. I don't. I wasn't there. I wasn't around for that time. So who knows? I I, I feel like that almost has to be like an homage, like oh, staff or something. Yeah, you know. Yeah, was, I feel was like there, there a- has to be some sort of story there. Was one of the producers like a a producer on the Love Boat or something like that? Or yeah, we're gonna have to look into this. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to get Brill back on the phone here. Um, as for my MVP, it, I, if you want to get clever about it, you could say just the '90s, just by their look. And <laughs> Goldberg starts talking about the Beverly Hillbillies and the 90210. Um, but I think that's a little too like much of a cop out. So I think I think you go with Dwayne here, or I will go with Dwayne because he starts off with the Rodeo Drive joke, and he makes this apparently deep social commentary that I hadn't really thought about before until Kevin brought it up. Uh, but the Rodeo Drive joke it, it kind of leads everyone in. Then we start talking about oh nine hundred two one zero that kind of stuff. There's an accent, all that kind of stuff. So Dwayne comes in. He keeps the minute going when it starts to lag here. So he's my MVP. If you have your own MVP, thequackattack.com, tell us there. Let's just go right now into the quack question if you guys have no other observations. No, but I think you guys are right. I think Dwayne gets the MVP. Okay. Fair enough. Wow. Is this a first? Yeah. Are we all just The unanimous MVP? I mean... I'm gonna have to go back and look at our four other yeah, but imposter th- those four minutes. like should get asterisks or something. Yeah, they're just impos. I mean, this one, this one included. Yeah. So, 
this is like a shortened strike season or something like that. Yeah, we were acknowledging it that we that we cheated or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our wins are gonna be stripped from our record. Exactly. Yeah. So, I do think it's the first. But again, let's go into the quiet question. If you are new to the pod, you ask us questions on social media, Twitter, Facebook, or email. We try to answer them. Kevin, what is the quiet question today? Uh, today's quack question comes from, uh, uh, we'll call him constant quackalite Jared Beasley, who's at Jared Beasley. I'm not quite sure if I remember where he ranks in the pecking order of quackalites, but we'll let them suss that out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, his question is, uh, it's a sequel to an earlier quack question of his, uh, which Ducks opponent jerseys are best from all three movies? Okay. We've got quite a few to go. I, I mean, I think, I, think, I think there's a clear winner here. It's Iceland, right? No, it's Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, oh the, yeah. The, the tie-dye? Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. I, I mean, especially when you factor in what era it was. Like, the, the tie-dye was so big in the 90s. Like, it's just... I don't know. I, I think that's the clear winner, but I'll listen to any other thoughts here. Okay. So obviously you have D2 is the most. So you go through D3. Eden Hall varsity, not that good. But Blake Bears, I kind of enjoyed. I enjoyed the blue yeah. and the green. Um, yeah, I like that. This was like kind of like, uh, like early 90s Mavericks. Yeah. So that was fun. But what's interesting about Trinidad and Tobago like Tobago. It's like their flag is red and black, basically, with like a little white stripe. So kind of similar to the Iceland thing. Yeah. Like where Iceland's flag is like um, dominantly blue with red and a little bit of white. I think that's what it is. It's like they just they clearly were just going for what do we think someone like like a Trinidad and Tobago and Jersey would look yeah. like without – like all we know is that it's an island country and they have steel drums, perhaps. <laughs> and same thing about Iceland, yeah. where it's like sounds cold. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is a, a very like what what do we think people will think a jersey would look like from them? Yeah, yeah it's like if Iceland, but, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you go through D two. Iceland, I did like the Viking like helmet on Iceland. It, it's pretty cool. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I, yeah. That's why that was my immediate. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the coolest. Although Trinidad and Tobago, like if I had a Trinidad and Tobago D two like throwback jersey, I'd wear it around a lot. So, uh, then you go on. You go on. Russia was like orange and yellow. They did not look good. Uh, who else did you? You had Italy. Did, did somebody? Why would Why would Russia have orange real? and yellow? Yeah, They're red, white, and blue. Yeah. Do they have like some like like remedial intern <laughs> jerseys? Like, like what were they doing? Like, and I mean, I don't know like the history of the Junior Goodwill Games, but like, do you think that is ever the case where the jerseys like don't at all match up with like country's colors? Well, I mean, they obviously played fast and loose with jersey restrictions because Team USA changed mid-game. And in the finals, and there are no rules about changing uniforms mid-game, according to that announcer who was able to look it up in a split second. <laughs> yeah, he's got like... in, a, in a Wikipedia-less world. Well, well, maybe he knew this because of the, the outlandish jerseys. Yeah, 
That's and like true. maybe he's like talked a lot about the jerseys because I mean when Trinidad is getting he's spanked like, by like, God ten damn goals, it, somebody's changed jerseys again at halftime. <laughs> well, it's just like when Trinidad is getting spanked by ten goals, you need something to talk about, and you're going to talk about their Atlantis jerseys, and probably mm-hmm. like yes, those aren't the colors for Trinidad, but there's very loose jersey rules here at the Goodwill Games, so yeah. Now you also have... are, are, are there any uh, are there any other like sports? to do this I, th- I think we've talked about this a little bit before but that like i feel like there's some soccer teams that do this oh like, yeah where it doesn't really match up um yeah well like soccer um you kind of have like primary colors and like soccer um, specifically for like uh english soccer teams they change their jerseys like every year just because they get new sponsors and they change their kits up whatever um so like their like alternate jersey would be some crazy ass color yeah um and then also for international jerseys, a lot of them play it, you know, pretty clean. Um, but some of them will be like a dominant color, won't necessarily be their main color. Like Mexico has some pretty sleek black jerseys, but it still has like some green and red trim on it. So they're pretty sharp looking, but like black is not on the Mexico flag. Yeah. And isn't Italy like blue? Yeah, that's right. Blue. And they're like nicknamed like the Azuri or something yeah, like that. So and there know. is no blue on the Italian flag. Who are the who are the uh, what country is the orange team? Uh the Netherlands. Holland, yeah, yeah, Holland. Is there? They're 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 the same. Are there is there orange in there? What the hell no. is the? They're they're red, white, and blue too. There's like a different one. Okay, yeah. Oh I yeah, thought, that's interesting. I yeah, that was one of the ones that I was thinking. Of. Yeah. So I mean, you have some precedent. Maybe they just took it from international soccer, uh, and uh, just sort of let the teams make their own jerseys. Who knows? Uh, Germany is pretty close to what they were, though. They were yellow and black, basically. Yeah. So, uh, D1 now. D1, you have the Hawks. Which, I mean, the blue and black is kind of cool, but it's kind of boring. You just have black. On. I, I, I did like the Hawks logo. Yeah, the logo is better, I think, than the total yeah. jerseys. Uh, you have the Cardinals there, which is just red and white, kind of standard generic team colors and that kind of stuff you have the hornets were yellow they were like a little p yellow for lack of a better term <laughs> um and then the weren't one the jets weren't they like a light blue yeah they were like a turquoise almost yeah. i think yeah and then there's like there's the flames who were just like a red and were mostly white i guess and red and then the one jersey i did like was the huskies the blue and the red. I don't remember those jerseys. I don't either. Uh, they, they're, they're just mostly blue. They had like red kind of as their secondary color on the outside. But I like those. Um, yeah, I as for number one here, I th- I like Iceland. It's just like the black. Maybe I'm just been, been overexposed to the black on black stuff like in the early 2000s like every college football team was going black on black so maybe that has clouded my judgment but i do like the iceland just mostly for their like viking guy yeah viking guy is tough to beat i i still think you have to go turn it out in tobago i think those are the most fun but i think the iceland ones are the best Thing. I would wear both around. I would too. Yeah, if anyone oh, has absolutely has them lying around, send them our way. 
Okay, I know we uh, we've wasn't, had a costume the, designer wasn't the on. Light Hold on a second. For... Hold on, we had a costume. We had the costume designer on. Was that for the costume designer for all three? Kim Tillman. She was in. I think she was D three only. Oh, okay. Yeah, they had to fire the first person who. Maybe D two. Maybe D two. Actually, I'm gonna look it up. But because if she's D two, we need to get her back on and see if she can explain these jersey choices. She will definitely come back on. Sometimes I email her. I've emailed her before, like out of the blue, and she's always responded. So what have you emailed her about? There was a quack question about why Fulton Reed's jersey changed from Reed forty four to Fulton oh, yeah. forty four. And she came and explained like oversight. We didn't notice it in time, basically. <laughs> oh nice. And so we just had to go with it. Um but yeah, so that we might have to have her on just to explain what was the thinking. I mean, this is I don't know how much thinking she'll remember. Um so it looks like she was only D three here. Oh. Yeah, D three costume. That's at least that's the way I describe her in the show notes. But if she's not, we'll have her back on and, and figure it out there. Uh if you have any MVPs for the minute. Any jersey selections you think we missed or are wrong about uh, for the Mighty Ducks opponents or anything else, thequackattack.com or on Twitter at quackattackpod, facebook.com slash quackattackpod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars, give us the MVP of your minute, and tell us how many turkey legs you think Kevin could eat. Uh, Go to the shop and remember... Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack.